0: Hello! It's time for an out-of-this-world edition of A Spark of Science. My name is Nina and I'm the Planetarium Coordinator at Glasgow Science Centre. Today I want to tell you a little about my favourite planet. If you've been following our videos on GSE at home, you may have seen that the rest of the planetarium team have given you a tour of Saturn, that Lord of the Rings. We visited Mars, explored the dwarf planets and even sweltered on Venus. But now I get to give you the lowdown on the biggest planet in the solar system. Jupiter. When I say Jupiter's big, I mean it's really big. Jupiter is so big you could fit Earth inside it over 1,300 times and it's so heavy that it weighs almost two and a half times as much as all the other planets in the solar system put together. It really is a really big planet. If you've ever visited the Science Centre, you might have seen that on our Space Zone wall it says that Jupiter has 67 known moons. The first four of Jupiter's moons were discovered way back in 1610 by the astronomer Galileo and were christened the Galilean satellites in his honour. Individually, their names are Ganymede, Callisto, Io and Europa. We're still discovering new and ever smaller moons around the gas planet though, and in the last couple of years have discovered 12 more, so Jupiter now has 79 known moons. And I guess it's time for us to update that planet wall. Not all of the moons have official names yet, though. What would you want to call a moon of Jupiter if you were lucky enough to discover one? I mentioned that Saturn was the Lord of the Rings, and its ring system has been observed for over 400 years. But it's not the only planet to have them. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus and Neptune all have rings and Jupiter's were first seen in 1979 when the Voyager 1 spacecraft snapped a photo as it hurtled past on its way to the outer reaches of the solar system. Those rings probably consist mostly of dust kicked up by meteorite impacts on some of the 79 moons, perhaps from little worlds like Amalthea and Thebe. More recently, spacecraft have taken pictures of the rings Like the Juno spacecraft and more on that later, which actually swooped in and took an amazing photo from inside the rings. It captured the rings and parts of the constellation of Orion, including Orion's belt and a bright star in his shoulder known as Betelgeuse. One of the features that Jupiter is very famous for is the Great Red Spot. No, Jupiter has not been slacking on its skincare routine. That spot is actually a storm a massive anticyclone that's probably been raging for at least 350 years. The storm isn't always brick red, sometimes it's a light salmon pink, sometimes even paler. but the great red, mostly, but not always spot, isn't such a catchy name. As well as changing in color, the great red spot is also shrinking. When I was at school, which is quite a long time ago now, it was thought to be twice as big as Earth, but now, It shrunk to just under one and a half times the size of our planet. We don't know if the storm will disappear altogether, or if this is a normal cycle that it goes through that's been happening for longer than we've had telescopes to see it with. I said I'd come back to the amazing Juno spacecraft because it would be a shame to talk about Jupiter and not tell you about this remarkable bit of engineering in orbit around the planet. The name comes from the Roman goddess Juno, who was the queen of the Roman gods and wife of Jupiter. The Juno spacecraft was launched by NASA back in 2011, and it arrived at Jupiter in July 2016. It's special because it's the furthest spacecraft from Earth to be solar powered. So it needs massive solar panels to turn the sun's light into electricity. Juno is designed to make big, looping orbits of Jupiter, all the while measuring changes in Jupiter's gravitational and magnetic fields to help give us an idea of what the inside of Jupiter might look like. My favourite thing about the spacecraft? There's two things, really. The first is that it carries a tribute to the great astronomer Galileo in the form of a picture of him and a copy of a page from his diary written in January 1610. He'd made a note that he'd seen objects orbiting Jupiter, And those objects turned out to be the four moons I mentioned earlier. The first moons anyone ever saw that weren't our own moon. The second is that there are people on board Juno. Not real people, of course, but LEGO people. Three minifigs that represent Galileo, Juno and Jupiter himself, all made of space-grade aluminium. And I guess that does go to show that LEGO really does get everywhere. Thank you for listening to A Spark of Science from Glasgow Science Centre today. We're an educational charity and want to continue keeping everyone inspired with science. If I've missed out any of your favourite facts about the giant Jupiter, then get in touch using the hashtag A and you'll find us on Twitter at GSC1.